Blog Talk Radio. Just one minute. Here we go. Wake up, everybody. It's time to get squared away with Navy SEAL Radio. I'm your host, David Rutherford. As a behavioral training expert, top motivational speaker, author, and performance coach, it's my mission in life to help you defeat the negative insurgency in your life. So get fired up to use Frog Logic, the Navy SEAL training program, to help you succeed in any environment imaginable. Booyah! All right. of the whole week, man. You know what I'm talking about. You know it's in your heart right now. You know this thing is absolutely going to blow you away. And I'm not talking in the function that you're going to go down and you're going to barbecue and drink beers and get fat and roll around and be stupid all weekend. I'm talking about what you're going to think about. I'm talking about that you, every single time that you start hearing about the the word memorial and memorial day, you're going to think, God bless America. God bless America. That's what you're going to think, isn't it? I know that's what's in your heart right now. I know that you love this country. I know I know that, that you are so fired up to celebrate this weekend because you're listening to Navy SEAL radio. But I also know this. I also know this, ladies and gem- gentlemen. I know the fact that... Some of you are having a tough time saying that now. Some of you are, are having a tough time being positive about America. And that ain't an easy thing for me to swallow. That ain't easy, an easy thing for me to discuss right now. It's not easy for me to get on this microphone and think to myself, my God, man, there are a, a significant number of Americans in this country right now that are struggling to have faith in America that are struggling to believe in just how awesome America is. They have a tough time rogering up and saying, you know what? We did kick ass for the last 15 years. We are proud of what we've done. We are stoked. We are, we are excited. We are, we are the best country in the world. That's right, we are. Sure, we got our faults. We're not perfect, but who is? Who is perfect? Pakistan? Ah. Who is perfect? Russia? China, we are. We're the best thing that's going on out there. Now, why? Why? Is the state of the world squared away right now? No, heck no, man. One of the most difficult things that happened, I know, to me and to all my brothers, especially those who served there, who fought for this place, who died for this place, saw their brothers die for this place, was the loss of Ramadi this past week on the news. Now, I know everybody out there is like, whoa, Instructor Rutt, man, you normally don't talk about the news and about politics and stuff, but today I'm going to. Today I'm going to talk about it a little bit because it pained my heart. My friends out there like Jeremiah, my friends out there like Charlie and Marcus and all the people I know that out there that served in Ramadi, that won that city, that beat the living snot out of Al-Qaeda there, right? That pains my heart. For my teammates, it pains my heart for my countrymen that, that we lost to those, those evil, 
hate-filled mongers out there, ISIS, those big piles of pieces of stinky you-know-what. Horrific, man. And those people right now, if you think they aren't fired up to continue their assault, to continue growing their caliphate, to make it bigger, to stretch this out, to, to, to whittle away at the fabric of what America is all about, then you're wrong. Absolutely wrong. So the fall reminded that was painful. You know what else was, was incredibly painful just two weekends ago? When a veteran drove into the parking lot of the VA out in Phoenix, Phoenix and put a gun in his to his head and shot himself. Now, if that doesn't that doesn't make your stomach sick, I don't know what will. Oh, I got one that'll definitely make you puke a little bit in your mouth. Here's the deal: an article came out this week on the news. I forget what source it was that ta- that said that virtually no one has been fired since that new clown took over as the head of the VA. Virtually no one has been fired in the scandal. Of all the VA atrocities, the wait times, the guys that died unnecessarily out out in the West, nobody's been fired. People, in fact, still have their jobs for over this. Now, what does that say to me? What does that say to my brothers? What does it say to my brothers' family members? What does it say about all those that have served this great nation? I tell you what, it's like spitting in their face. It's like literally pissing on my brother's grave. That's what that means. That's on SAT. You got to figure we had, what, over 2 million people serve in Iraq and Afghanistan. We've got a tremendous, uh, they estimated numbers anywhere from 500 to 850,000 people suffering with PTSD and traumatic brain injury. And they can't get into the damn VA for 300 plus days in California, for 600 plus days in the state of New York. New York, what the hell, over? What's your problem? Why can't you stand up for those who stood up for you? Now, I'm sorry, but I'm fired up on this weekend, man. You know, and I, I know everybody else is out there fired up about what's going on, how how something like Baltimore, how people can destroy their own neighborhoods, how how, how politicians can turn a blind eye to, to craziness that's going on out there, how our, our police officers can not be supported in their jobs that they're doing every day, getting killed, getting shot in the face, and nobody screams out for that young man in New York. All this type of stuff that's going on, all the political nonsense, how, how power, and I don't care whether it's either side of the aisle, right? Corrupts absolutely, and absolute power corrupts. I mean, I'm telling you what, this is making my stomach queasy thinking about all this. And I'm sure it's making your stomach turn too. But that's why you're on. That's why you're listening today, because you want to know something from me. You want to understand, all right, what's Instructor Rutt? What? Tell me why he did the things he did. What? What's in his mind? Why was he willing to die, to die, to give it all? Why was I willing to die for my teammates in America? Because I'll tell you why. Because even with all the troubles that we have out there, even with all the madness, all the craziness, Right? For 239 years, we've been the best country on this planet. For 239 years, we've been struggling, we've been pushing, we've been fighting, and we've been dying to secure your freedom, 
to secure your way of life so that you have an opportunity, so that you have an opportunity to go out and get a job and get paid or go to school, free education for the most part, and, and, and get a job and make decent money. Are you going to drive around and fly, fly G5s and drive G-wagons every day? Well, you could if you worked your butt off. And you were willing to sacrifice for some things. Because let me tell you what, nothing is guaranteed. And our four, our founding fathers, they knew this. They knew that this whole idea of freedom, that this, this experiment called democracy, they knew how fragile it was. You know? They understood that. But they also understood that if they wanted to create a place that had more opportunity that had more freedom, more, more openness, more, more social justice than any place on the planet, man, they had to sacrifice for it. They had to die for it. That's pretty hardcore. Now, there is a, oh, there's a bunch of numbers out there on how many Americans have died for freedom, right? How many Americans have died, have given it all for this country in war? How many have died serving our country? Their numbers go from 1.8 to 2.8 and everything in between there. Let me tell you, it's a lot. It's more than 20. It's more than a million. So you think to yourself, how many people is that? How many people do you actually know in your life? How many people do you think you're coming in contact with in your life? How many people do you think you're, you, you know, somehow you'll touch in your life in some way? Nowhere near that number, but that's how many have given their lives to this country. Now think about that from the beginning, man. You think about when old Sam Adams first said, you know what, screw this, man. I'm going to go chuck your tea in that water in the Boston Harbor, and I'm going to start a revolution. And then they all got behind him, and old George Washington rogered up. He stood up tall, and he says, you know what? I'll lead this, this, this ragtag group. I'll, read, I'll lead them. I'll lead them. I'll lead them into the fight, this revolutionary war. Revolutionary war. I mean, just the idea of that alone is powerful, man. That's powerful. So you think about that, man. They, their estimates that we lost 25,000 people during the Revolutionary War. Think about how big our country was back then, how many actual souls we had in the country. 25,000 people stepped up to the plate. You fast forward, right, the War of 1812, another 20,000 people. This is not just casual numbers. This is not a couple. These are our huge swaths of people that are sacrificing it all. Now let's go fast forward and let's go to the Civil War. People talk about social injustice in our country, and rightly so, they should, man. People get fired. It gets me fired up. I hate racists. I hate bigotry. I can't stand it, man. I've worked with every kind of person there is on this planet, all right? I believe we all bleed red. We all have souls. We're all able to love one another, right? Love God and love others as you love yourself. The golden rules, man, that's the way it works. But there have been social injustice. In fact, we went to war over it. Our country, in case you've all forgotten, in case that, that chapter might have been deleted from your textbooks at some time, or you chose never to read a book about the Civil War, we're talking 620,000 souls. 620,000 people gave it all. That's a huge number. That is a massive, massive number of people dying for freedom, of dying so that all men are created equal. Think about those numbers. 
6,283. World War I, are you ready for this one? World War I, many people don't even, what, did we even, uh, Billy, Jack, did we even, uh, were we even in World War I? Is that true? We, we, we actually went over overseas in World War I? I didn't even know that was the truth. I thought we sent a couple of ambulances and stuff. No, folks, we had 116,516 people die in World War I. 116,000. That's huge. That's huge. World War II, the Great War, right? The war. A World War total, 75 million people around the world died. We had 405,309 people from the United States of America die serving in World War II. That's almost half a million people in four years. Half a million. Think about all the others that were injured. Think about all the others that have PTSD. How about all the stories that you've heard about people's grandfathers? who never could talk about it because you, you knew there was something inside of them that way they were struggling with. How many people had PTSD or TBI? How many people buried that stuff so hard and built a nation right after that? They built a nation for us, the greatest generation. They built this nation so that we could thrive, so that we could develop into the strongest nation the world has ever known, 405,309 people in Korea. 36,516. What? Korea? When were we over in Korea? I didn't know we fought anybody. Yeah, we did. All right? 36,516. Vietnam. Vietnam. Our country's worst showing on how we treated our veterans ever. Came back and got spit on. All right? The people that they went to high school with, the people they went to college with, the people they grew up with, they spit on them. They dragged their name. They called them baby killer. They spit on these folks who rogered up to stem the tide of communism, socialism. You think socialism is cool? Just check out North Korea. You think socialism is cool? Just ask the 25 million people in Russia that were killed after World War II. It ain't cool, right? Vietnam, 58,209. 58,209. All right? Afghanistan and Iraq, my era, my wars. 1,850. Iraq, 4,486. Over 6,000 people. Now everybody's out there, well, rut, man, that's not that many. It's because we kick ass nowadays, because we've got the better technology, because we've got better trained soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, all the people. We've got better logistics, better contractors, better people supporting this effort to stem the tide of radicalized, crazy Middle East. And if you think the, the Middle East isn't crazy, I, I challenge you, just go spend a year over there. That's all I ask you to do. Come down off your high horse. Get down off your soapbox, your academic uh, perception or whatever, and you go over there and you live in these places, right in the heart. Why don't you go live in Ramadi right now, huh? Why don't you go do that? Or why don't you go over and move to Kabul and start a business in Kabul, huh? Because I'll tell you what, 1,850, 
4,486 of my brothers and sisters have given it all so those places could taste freedom. Just hold it in their hands, hold it in their hearts like we do. Understand the power of why we're willing to die for this whole thing. Think about that. Think about it. What does it mean to you? What does that sacrifice literally right now, as we're sitting here on this radio show right now, and you're listening to my voice, think to yourself, what does that mean to me? What do those dead souls mean to me? Those faces, those sons, those daughters, those brothers, those sisters, those uncles, those aunts, their fathers, the mothers, what do those souls mean to you? Because that's what Memorial Day is all about. That's why we're here today. And that's why today I'm doing the Memorial Day special. And and, and what I want to talk to you about today is why I was willing to die for my teammates. Why I was willing to die for America. Why I'm willing to, to push out and do these things. For 15 years of my life, I carried a gun for this country. Eight in the SEAL teams, five as a contractor, and two with the government. That's a long time. Some of my buddies are still in 20, 20 plus years. My one buddy just retired at 26 years, man. You think about my other friends out there and what they've done for this country, what they continue to do every single day, man, trying to make America better. That's powerful. All right, now we're going to get this show started. First, we're gonna, I'm going to read you what Memorial Day is all, right, all about. All right? Then I'm going to ask, why would anybody die for a cause? I mean, what's the point? What, why, why do we do that? Why do we even think, all right, there's something, there's this idea I'm willing to die for? Huh? Because I think this is a, something that's being lost. It is. It's waning, man. It's waning because the expectation of, of freedom is, is so overwhelmed, the willingness to die for a cause, that we, we, we're losing focus right now. I think everybody feels this. All right, we're going to talk about that, and then it goes, why would you die for someone else? Really asking yourself, would I die for someone else? Literally, right now, today, would you give it all for someone else? All right, then we're going to talk about how I found that in my mindset uh, we're going to talk about four frog logic concepts to help you have a greater respect that have served and given all. Uh, and those are, you know, I'll get to those in a minute. Uh, and then we're going to take some calls. Uh, and then we're going to answer my, my show's radio question. Now, if you're fired up and you're digging what you're hearing, please check out more at our website at teamfroglogic.com. Frog logic is Navy SEAL motivational training at its finest. And you can find us on all the social media sites, uh, uh, Facebook and on my personal Facebook page, I, we hit just hit 5,000. So please, if you want to join us, please join our team page at Team Frog Logic on Facebook and continue to join. Or I'm on Twitter at Team Frog Logic, Instagram, Google Plus, LinkedIn, all over. Um, and we're on YouTube, man. Check out, I just posted a new Frog Logic training video or FTV training video about Mission 2, uh, uh, PT and Live Healthy. That's on YouTube. It's getting a bunch of downloads. And listen to the radio show, Navy SEAL Radio on blogtalkradio.com, or you can download it on iTunes. All right, let's get into this right now, shall we? I think we need to check this out. All right, Memorial Day. Memorial Day is a federal holiday in the United States for remembering the people who died. For remembering the people who died. 
while serving in the country's armed forces. The holiday is observed every year on the last Monday, originally as Decoration Day, after the Civil War, Civil American Civil War, 1868, when the Grand Army of the Republic, an organization of the Union veterans, established as a time for the nation to decorate the graves of the war dead with flowers. By the 20th century, competing Union and Confederate holiday traditions celebrated on different days had merged, and Memorial Day eventually extended to honor all Americans who died while in the military service. It typically marks the start of summer vacation season while Labor Day marks it. And I don't even know why they put that nonsense in there. It's like an afterthought. Oh, yeah, by the way, summer vacation. Woo-hoo. Negative. I don't dig that. Do you dig that, Jack? Uh, do you dig it, Billy? No. No, me neither, man. Come on. It's not about the summer holiday. It's to remember those that have given all. So that is what Memorial Day is all about, all right? And you guys are all going to celebrate this weekend. I know that's cool, and I dig it, and I want you to. I want you to get fired up. But I want you to think about this, all right? I want to think about would you die for America right now? I mean, if, if our shores got attacked and all of a sudden we needed every, uh, every person out there to stand up, grab a gun, throw on a bulletproof vest, and, and, and stand up to this onslaught of people that were going to take your home, your backyard, all this. They were going to take what America's all about. Would you die for America? Would you die for that cause? For your country? All right, if not America, what cause would you die for? Would you die for your religion? Would you die for what you believe, your faith in God? Would you die for that? Would you stand up if it was under attack? Would you die for your school? If your school was under attack and they were going to shut your school down, would you die for your, your job? For your company you work for, would you die for your company right now, today? Would you die for, would you die for, I don't know, what What are some good causes out there? Would you die for, well, we're getting there. Slow down, Jack. That's the natural progression we're going to go to. And by the way, everybody, this is Jack. Jack is a, 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 new, a new member of Team Frog Logic, and I don't think you can see him, but he's here. Uh, he's an awesome mug. He's going to help out with all our production stuff. He and Billy are the dynamic duo now, so we're going to start pumping out new videos, new pro, uh, Frog Logic podcasts, new commercials, new everything, and uh, we're, we're happy to have you on board the team now, Jack. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. That took a little bit of time, but that's all right. You're getting there. All right, so what cause would you die for, right? Think about it. What are you going to do? Because freedom doesn't, isn't yours. It doesn't belong to you. Let me tell you, let me preach that. Freedom is not yours. It's not yours. You don't own it because you didn't earn it. All right? It doesn't belong. It's given to you. Freedom every day in our world is earned. It's earned by those willing to sacrifice to promote it, to get behind it, to serve it. All right? By being a productive member of our society and contributing to the protection of it. That's what this cause is all about. That's how you get behind it. That's how you start to you know let allow that to sink in, right? Now, when you when you start to get that feeling and your pulse rate jumps, next next question you got to go is, all right, well, would I die for someone else on the battlefield? Now, Jack threw it out there right now. I'd die for my family. Well, would you? Would you die for a second cousin? Would you die for your long lost uncle who smells like mothballs? Would you die? No, probably not. 
Most people out there by far say, oh, I've got kids. I jump in front of a bus for them every day, and that's great. I guarantee For the bear and the bruiser, man, I would literally chew through a brick wall, call through five miles of glass, and take on ISIS by myself to protect my children. My, my mother and father, same. For guys on my team at Team Frog Logic, same. And especially for all my brothers in the teams. There isn't a teammate that I know out there that I wouldn't die for. Period. And I know the same is true for them with me. In fact, that's what we've been doing for the last 15 years. In fact, it's what we've been doing for the last 70 plus years dying for one another. In fact, that's what we've been doing since America started is dying for one another because of this cause. Because of freedom, democracy. Now, where did this mindset start in my, my world? I remember, man, I'll never forget. Fourth grade, I did my first uh, report. Right? You know what my first report of was on gents? World War Two. That was my first one. I've got this little cartoon I drew out of it. Little army guys going back and forth. I wrote about uh D Day. I wrote about Pearl Harbor. I wrote wrote about conquering the Germans, right? The Nazis. Man, I wrote about it f- fourth grade. So in it set in stone how proud I was to be an American, man. Now, fast forward, I loved I loved war movies. Man, my favorite movies were Apocalypse Now, Delta Force, uh, Deer Hunter. Man, I loved them all. And ultimately, what happened? Got me into what? The SEAL teams. And that's where it solidified. Going through buds, getting hammered day in and day out, and recognizing the sheer magnitude of the will of another human being to sacrifice for me. To give it all for me now that lifts me up I'm telling you what man that lifts me up I just think about right now hopefully you can hear you can hear it in my heart you can hear it in my voice how passionate I am about the willingness I have to die for my teammates do you have it how do you get it do you have to go through buds no there have been people throughout history who have volunteered who've rogered up who've done service in some kind of way to serve this country For me, it was solidified in the teams, going through buds and being in my platoons, going to Afghanistan in the summer of 2002 for the first time. My first trip to Afghanistan in the summer of 2002 was SEAL Team 1. Amazing. Going downrange, going to war against the people who brought down the World Trade Centers. Going against the war, going to war against Al-Qaeda, against bin Laden, that son of a bitch. That's powerful stuff, man, when you get jocked up and you go over to support this thing called freedom and democracy. What's kind of amazing is what made it very real for me is as soon as we got on the ground just a few weeks before, a friend of mine, Matt Bourgeois, had died at a Tarnak Farms, got blown up, stepped on a mine and blew up. And this was a man who had SEAL Team 1 when I checked on board there, who took me under his wing and taught me a little bit about how to be a good young frogman, how to be a good FNG, a blanking new guy. Matt was from Louisiana. I'll never forget his southern jaw in a way. He'd kind of smile out of one side of his face, and he'd look at me and say, Rut, you got a lot to learn, buddy. <laughs> and, I, and I remember him just telling me, hey, tell, this is when you shut up. This is when you talk. This is how you volunteer all the time. This is how you rise up. This is how you make the people of your team want to respect you, by, by acting with a willingness that they know you would die for them. Not whining, not bitching, not moaning, not being negative. None of that stuff. 
None of that stuff is relative to this whole thing we're talking about. And Matt died for this country. He died overseas, and that was the first one of my friends that I truly lost. And that was heavy, and that started it. That started a long line of people dying for this country the last 15 years. A lot of our brothers lost a lot of friends, a lot of students, a lot of good, a lot of teammates, a lot of families suffering, a lot of crying, a lot of pain. And that's what Memorial Day is all about. It's not about the joy and the happiness, although you'll find it there once you move through it. Once you through the move through the grief and the recognition of the willingness that people have sacrificed for you, for this country, once you move through that, you'll get fired up. I promise you, if you allow it to sink it in your heart, you feel the faith in that commitment. You feel the faith in that sacrifice. That's huge. That's huge. Tell you what, man. I'm going to share with you four concepts, four frog logic concepts to help you begin recognizing the importance of Memorial Day, to help you begin understanding how important it is, how to live with it in your life, how to make a difference with it. I'm going to start sharing that. Are you ready? I hope you're ready right now, man, because we're going to get you going on this. All right, so the four frog logic concepts to help you become a better American, if you will, a better uh, a better person because you realize the power of 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 all that is great about America and the sacrifice. Step number one, never forget. Never forget. Don't allow yourself to forget. Let's say you go a week or two weeks without thinking to yourself, wow, I just passed old glory, the, the grand red, white, and blue. Man, a lot of people have died for me. Don't ever forget. You can't forget this stuff. That's why you see this all the time in our world. Never forget. We will never forget those who sacrificed for us. We will never forget those who gave all next to us. We will never forget because we can't. It's, it's drilled into our minds in such a deep, dark place. We can't. But you need to know that. You need to embody that. You need to start thinking, never forget. I can never, ever, ever forget. All right, the next one. Now, how do we do that? How do I instruct a rut? That's easy for you to say. You lived it. You wore a trident. You went down range. You've lost friends. How do I never forget? Let me tell you. First starts right here. Read your history. Step two, read your history. First part. It's simple. Pick up a book about World War II. Pick up a book about Vietnam. Hell, pick up one of the million books there are about SEALs right now. Some of my personal favorites, American Sniper by Chris Kyle, Lone Survivor by Marcus Luttrell, both students, friends of mine. I didn't know Chris that well, but I, I know Marcus. Wonderful human beings willing to give it all for this country. Another one, Fearless, the Adam Brown story. I never had the opportunity to know Adam, but I'll tell you what, I read that book and I was in tears. That's right, in tears because of his willingness, his faith to sacrifice himself for this country and his teammates. That's powerful stuff, man. Read your history. And, and if that doesn't spark you, like if you can't do that, you just can't get going, you don't like to read, then go visit. Part two, go visit a national cemetery. That's right. Go national cemetery in your town, federal cemetery. Hell, I'll tell you what, this summer, maybe go to Washington, D.C. Walk around Arlington. Go walk around Plot 70, where all my friends are buried. You go stare at the gravesite of my friend Jason Freewall. 
You stare at that gravesite and you look at his name inscribed on that tombstone and you think to himself, man, he left a wife and a child, a little girl. She's not little anymore. She's beautiful growing up in this young lady. His wife's amazing. You go look at his gravestone for me. And you let that sink into your heart. Step two. Step three. You support a specific gold star charity. That's right. Find a local person that sacrificed, someone from your hometown. I guarantee there's someone near you that died for this cause. All right? And their parents, their family, their wives, their kids, they've got a charity to remember that person. Roger up and support that. If if you're not going to give any money, give time. Go, Go participate in one of their events, right? All right, the Eric Christensen Golf Classic up north, the Danny Dietz Memorial Roping Contest this weekend. Uh, there's a huge Red Wing thing this summer. Um, maybe go find someone. Maybe your your friend was a Ranger, a Special Forces person. Go out there and find and support a Gold Star charity. Look up Debbie Lee out there, Mark Lee's mom. Um, I don't care what it is, folks. Go find one and support it. Get behind them. Hear the stories of who these people were. Hell, if you're in South Florida this weekend, I want you to drive up to the UDT Seal Museum on Monday, on Memorial Day, and they're going to have a huge ceremony at our wall, at our wall, where all the names are written, where the souls of our fallen our fallen lie and rest. Go up there and see the family members crying, touching their, their loved one's name on that wall. You go do that. All right? And the last one, step four, by far, the biggest. It's that simple, man. This is not rocket medicine. This is not quantum physics. This is not chaos strength here. It's simple. You know how to love. Everybody out there listening knows how to love. You love something in your life, right? Whether it's your dog, your cat, all right? Whether it's your life, whether it's your family, whether it's whatever. You love something, man. Start. Well, love your country. Because America is the best country on the planet. Trust me, I've traveled around the world, right? There is no better country out there where that can provide you the greatest opportunity to live free, to pursue happiness, where we're all created equal. Now, I'm telling you, you're hearing a lot of rhetoric that this stuff is not true, and they're wrong. They're wrong. We are the best. Are we perfect? No. But this is the best That's out there. So love your country. That's pretty awesome. Four Frog Logic concepts to help you really appreciate Memorial Day. Never forget. Step one. Step two, read your history. Visit a national cemetery. Step three, support a specific Gold Star charity. And step four, love your country. All right. We're going to move. We're going to take a caller right now. This is this is someone that uh, I love having on the air. He hasn't been on the air in quite a while. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome back to the show my good, close, personal friend, Brad Christian, former Green Beret and uh, and just all-around amazing guy. Brad, are you there? Hey, Dave. Good morning. Good morning to you, buddy. Good morning. How How's everything going up there in North Kakalaki? Doing great. It's a beautiful weekend. There's a lot of uh, beach traffic headed down to the Outer Banks, and uh, I got uh, got some waves yesterday, so all is good in this area. Enjoying <laughs> some of the freedoms that you're talking about this morning. 
Oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, you can't start a con- and, and with Brad and I. We all, it's always we re- we reference. Did you get any waves recently? For me, unfortunately, down <laughs> South Florida, that's almost never. But for him, up in the Outer Banks, it's a lot, and I'm jealous. All right, Brad. Here's a question <laughs> for you. All right, bud. Here's your question for the day. All right, stand by. All right. All right. Who? All right. Here it is. Who and what would you be willing to die for, and why? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, first and foremost, my family. You know, um, any any member of my family, be willing to die for it. Um, don't know that I can answer why, other than just uh, they're my family, and and that's what I would do for them. And I think one step beyond that is my country. And you've hit on it this morning. And you know, the whys are I think a little bit different depending on where you're at. You know, when you sign up for the military. I think you broadly realize that uh, you may have to die for your country, and you accept that. When you are on a hillside in Afghanistan, and I'm next to you, I'm willing to die for you. You know, and and the broader the broader patriotic reasons at that particular moment are a little closer, a little more personal. I'm trying to get you out. You're trying to get me out, and and I'm willing to die for my buddy. And I think you uh, you articulate all those points really well. Um, I love them. You know, I love my country, I love my brothers, I love my family. And so I don't want to die necessarily, but I will for all of them. Well, that's – see, and that's that's what – you know, it, it's, it seems like it's real easy for us. And maybe that's, you know, the, the process of going through selection in SF or ranger school or RIP or through BUDS or whatever, that, that fortifies it. Or even through, you know, in, in regular Army units or military Marines units – it happens, but man, there's there's just something that hits us early on with this this cause, this bigger idea. Why do you think nowadays we're we're struggling to uh, allow the bigger idea to kind of push through all the white noise? Well, I think there's so much confusion out there, and there's not enough just simple steps that people can follow to remind themselves of what it's important in this country. You know, you spend five minutes watching the news and you're automatically confused or a little bit disenchanted perhaps with the messages coming from maybe, you know, the leadership and, uh, I mean, not taking anything away from them. They have a very difficult job. You've got chaos in the world and you don't maybe feel that we're doing all we can as a, as a nation or a military to help those in need. And you can allow that, you know, uh, to quote you, you can allow that negative insurgency to kind of get in the way and uh, cloud up what, what should be just very pure thoughts on on uh, loving your country and, and keeping focused on that. Ultimately, you just nailed it. This is the best country in the world, um, and, and we're going to be all right. But it's it's sometimes a little frightening and a little confusing, and uh, you can allow that doubt to to creep in. So, I mean, you know, I, I think you hit it on the head with the four the four easy, concise steps on uh, on how you can stay focused. Awesome, awesome. Now, now one one interesting thing is is. I, I see all the time, right? I travel the country nonstop, you know, doing motivational speeches all around, promoting the positivity of of Frog Logic and the team life, and all these ideas that really are uh, have made the SEAL team special, that make uh, service special, that make all these i you know that make Frog Logic special for people and to help them understand these things. But one of the things that is is really challenging, I I know, is that when that negative insurgency is pounding you and pushing you down and it's just working you over like uh you know like some some whatever you know what what do you think what's a little advice that you can give people 
so they can latch on. What's what's a little turning point or a little uh, a little piece of positive ground that they can gain to move forward with these bigger concepts, Brad? Cut up, cut out the noise in your life. Simple. I mean, uh, find some place to be quiet, to reflect, to deliberately um, kind of you know filter out a lot of the distractions in your life, and just and just remember, as you said all the sacrifices that have gone into this country and, and, and don't lose sight of no matter, no matter how um, negative the picture may seem on the news, don't lose sight of, the, of this one fact. There are thousands of really great people, men and women on the cutting edge of protecting this nation. I think you even mentioned this in one of your Facebook posts two days ago uh, that are, that are doing amazing things to keep this country safe and there is nobody in the world not another country that's close to us um, in terms of what we can do to protect ourselves and so don't lose sight of that fact yeah you know don't don't focus on the politicians just know that there are some amazing people working every day to keep you safe and they are very good at what they do that, that's that's I love that so much right there is just because I think when you when you get into these 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 realms of national holidays, which is, seems to be one of the unique times where where people uh, kind of rise to the occasion of of remembrance or dedication or patriotism. Although I, I do have to say, man, that like I said, I travel the country constantly. I'm meeting a lot of people, incredibly patriotic people, totally driven, supportive, all these things. But you're right. I mean, the 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 blanket of freedom is 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 wide and deep, man, and and it really it really stretches so far in so many different realms. Um, you know, it's just it's people that are are working to research how to improve on cybersecurity. It's people that are are out there that are protecting our banking systems. It's people out there that are are really uh, dialing in on how to provide better education because it's all tied together. I mean, this is all, you, you know, to delineate or separate or whatever from that magnitude of, and the cause you're willing to die for. It's just, you can't do that. So I, I really appreciate that you're giving kudos to those people. Um, and I, I know we, we have close friends that are in that spectrum that are downrange right now and give a big shout out to them and tell you guys and girls, I love y'all and I hope you're safe and you're fierce and you're faithful and you're going to crush it. All right. The last question I got for you, Brad, and this is a biggie. This is a biggie for you. All right. So where in your life did your patriotism, did your commitment, did your faith in the cause, where did it begin? Uh, that's pretty easy for me. I think um, when I saw the guys going over on the first uh, Gulf War, when I saw the images on the, on the news of, of those soldiers and Marines getting on airplanes, flying over there, um, something just, just inside of me said, I, I've got to be a part of that. And it was literally that simple. I didn't wow. overthink it. I didn't, I didn't even understand where it came from. I'd never seen anything like that, of course, you know. Uh, but when I saw those guys getting on the plane, I said, i got to do everything I can to, to be a part of that. 
It's powerful, man. I'll never forget. I watched when it when it first kicked off. I watched the news for like thirty straight hours <laughs> around the clock. Yeah. CNN. I watched everything that was going on. I was like, whoa, this is this is big. I mean, this is real. This is my time. I'm of that era. I could be drafted if this thing goes sideways. I mean, really, pretty amazing stuff, you know. And and I, I'm right there with you, dude. That was a big 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 point for me too. All right, so. Last thing, uh, what what is what is your prediction for our future of America? What do you do? You think our 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 commitment is going to wane? Do you think our service is going to wane? What, what do you think? What's your prediction for us? I think um, I think America's greatness is going to endure, man. I think you know the great people we're talking about that are doing all these fantastic things. They endure. They outlast the presidents. They outlast the the talking heads, they outlast all of them, and they continue to go to work every day and do their jobs and do them very well. We're going to be fine. American businesses are going to, are going to continue to be strong. We're going to continue to innovate, um, and we're going to continue to be a blessed country. That's my prediction. Well, I love that one, man. That, that fires me up. Well, Brad... Again, man, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, if you guys want to check out some more of uh, Brad's blogging and his thoughts and ideas, go to AdventureOperationsGroup.com. He writes a bunch of amazing blogs about leadership, about uh, perseverance, about the business world, mixing with uh, uh, the military mindset. The guy's a brilliant guy. Uh, Brad, I love having you on, buddy. God bless you. God bless America. Take care, brother. Same to you, man. All right, all right. I right, now all right, we got my next guest coming on. Now my next guest coming on, granted, is another one of my close, close friends. This guy is absolutely off the top. He's as, as powerful as Brad is. He's an amazing human being. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome to Navy SEAL Radio, Mr. Lex McMahon. What's going on, brother? How you doing today? Are you kidding me, Lex? I am above dirt. Things are amazing. I've got a. I just had a former Green Beret on. Now I've got a a, a, a former or a sorry a, a Marine on the air. A, a once true and patriot. always, man. Don't don't forget it. Once and always a Marine, brother. Well, I just love messing with Marines. It's my favorite thing in the world to do. You guys just nice. I love to just give you a little nudge here and there. But although you are <laughs> the, uh, the size of a buffalo, so I need to watch myself. Anyways, bro, the are white you rhino. The, the white. <laughs> All right, bud, here you go, dude. Here's your question. Are you ready? I'm ready, Rod. Hit me. All right. Who and what would you be willing to die for and why? You know, brother, I saw you post that on your Facebook page this morning, and I actually thought about it. Um, you know, I've been blessed since uh, you and I have become friends that, you know, you you encourage thought. And uh, so <laughs> I, I went through that exercise this morning. And uh, given, you know, the the Memorial Day weekend and the significance of that, I, I figured it was a perfect time for reflection. You know, there are, I think, the easy answers, you know, the, the, the tangible things, my family, my, you know, my friends. Um, I think everybody can wrap their hands around that. You know, it, it's, it's, it's intuitive as a parent to protect your family or your loved one, right? Yeah. I think where it becomes more challenging and where people really have to understand and go through a self-assessment of what's, what's important to them is the intangibles, God, country, in my case, core, 
my brothers and sisters in any branch of the military. You know, that's that's an exercise of faith, right? Oh, that's, amen, that, brother. That's, that, that's willing to put yourself in the ultimate place of compromise, the ultimate sacrifice based on something you can't necessarily touch, see, feel, believe, comprehend, anything. It's got to be innate within your heart. It's got to be something that, that you are exposed to over time and it, and it grows within you. You know, I mean, again, like my wife and children, you know, the Admiral and your children, not a question, right? You, there's no question you would give yourself for them. Amen. But when, when you're learning about it or thinking about a precept or a concept, you know, I mean, and that's something you and I talk tremendous about, about faith in different forms, right? Right. And that, to me, is truly the ultimate sacrifice because you're doing it based off of uh, of within your heart, man. And, and I, so, you know, it's that, that those ideas, I think, where I really have uh, focused a lot of my energy in thinking about this. And, you know, I think I'm, I'm fortunate and I'm blessed that, you know, I've been a part of the military and I continue to be associated through our, our philanthropic endeavors um, because it reinforces, you know, something bigger than self. And I think that's the great exercise. That's the great understanding of what, what this weekend is all about. And it's not barbecues and, and all those things. They're wonderful, man. Great opportunity to get families together. But it's that it's that understanding of something greater than self. That's the true I, gift of what, what, what these, these warriors have sacrificed for us. I, I love that. And one of the things that just popped out, literally just jumped out on the forefront of my prefrontal cortex when you said it is, is the reinforcement, right? Is that conditioning over and over and over and over and thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. America's good, America's great, America's awesome. Thinking about my brothers, how much I love them, how much I'm willing to die for them over and over and over. That that fortification, man, I mean, that's huge. That's huge. Where did you learn that, Lex? Where did that fortification begin for you? Where did you learn it and 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 how do you maximize it today? You know, I mean, without question, obviously, you know, your show, it, it has a lot of, uh, it's anchored in, in the military, right? Um, yep. But there's no question in, in my mind that stepping on the yellow footprints of MCRD San Diego is, is, <laughs> is when that, yes, I'm a Hollywood Marine. Go ahead. Make fun. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, that's all right. I'm a Hollywood SEAL, bro. I take it just that's about right. as you do. <laughs> that's right. But, no, definitely stepping on uh, the yellow footprints and, and, you know, earning the title of Marine and, and going through my deployments to, to Somalia and, and serving with all my, you know, my brothers. Um, that's what, you know, began to, to etch upon, you know, my psyche, the importance of, of, of uh, sacrifice for others. And, you know, it's just continued to grow over time, man. Like, I mean, you know, I've got lots of, I've been blessed, lots of friends, right? But my, my, the family I've chosen, right? My, my, my brothers, every single one of them, they're military. Every single one of them. Wow. And, you know, that is the continual reinforcement. And, you know, I think about a cat like Kyle Carpenter. You want to talk about, you know, sacrifice. Here he is, young man, you know, down in, in, in Marja and Helmand province, Afghanistan, doesn't even realize he did it, throws himself on a grenade to save his buddy up on top of the rooftop. Doesn't 
to this day recall that he did it. He oh was awarded the CMH because of the accounts of others who saw what he did, of his, his sacrifice to save his brother to his right. That, to me, that's the personification of what this is all about, because Amen. he didn't, didn't know it. He didn't even think about it. He just reacted. I mean, I think, I mean, you know, people, this is a big deal because, you know, often in, in our worlds, in our lives, fear is so overwhelming that those reactions are uh, what we might, in, in this context, consider to be negative, right? We would run away from the the grenade. We would run away from tr- trouble. We would not confront things for someone else. But in, in our world, it is the 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 natural ignition point within our limbic system right our emotional place the hippocampus the amygdala where we learn to embrace that fear through this 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 forging process of going through training with one another committing to the cause to one another and then all of a sudden the opportunity presents itself to really show your brothers how much your sisters how much you love them that you just knowing it that's powerful that's, that's- that's you just took the words right out of my mouth right there. It's, it's so powerful. You know, I mean, again, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, right? Faith and, and, and service to others beyond yourself. You don't get to a place where you're acting without thinking unless unless you forge those concepts of faith and and, and service above yourself. Man. God bless that man. God bless America too. Now, 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 Lex. Uh, one of the questions I asked I asked Brad on was was where, what do you predict our country's going? I mean, what where, what what is in store for us and for for our great nation? What what do you feel where where we're at and what's happening? A long fight, brother. But I'll tell you one thing. I I, I am reassured that that as bad as I can look at the country and and. You know, political preferences aside, you know, you know there, there's things are a mess, right? From economic to, to political to you know, social and cultural, things are a mess. But here's the one thing I take great faith in: is there are people that are willing to step into the breach for no other reason than again that belief, that faith. If we've got a group of people like that who've been sacrificing this 1% of the country. As long as we've got 1% of the country that are willing to, to serve, wow. we're in a great place. You know, and, and, and I think it's it's, it's going to be a, a long, tough fight across, not just, just you know, in the, in the war on terror, which is, I think, as you and I discussed, something that's going to go on for a very long time. Generation. So just putting, putting our, our domestic house in order is going to take a long time, and it's going to be a tough fight. But if we've got people that are willing to serve, their community, not just the military, right, but in, in, in their community, grassroots side of things, we're going to be okay because you don't see that in a lot of other cultures. I, I, brother, I, I, I hear you loud and clear. It, it makes my heart feel good. It makes me fired up. I, I just love it, dude. Absolutely love it. Uh, Lex, here's what, last thing, last thing. On Memorial Day, when you wake up, when you wake up on Monday, and then when you rest your head, what are you going to think about? Well, I'm going to wake up, and and I'm going to be down at our beach, and I'm going to go on an early morning.
and hike. And if you want to join me, I'd love that if you're home. But <laughs> I'm going to be I, I'm going to be thinking about you know the sacrifice of those who've gone and uh, you know stepped into the breach and, and not made it back. And I'm I'm going to think about what that means not just for themselves but what it means to their families. You know the, the Gold Star families are the ones that are often um, unfortunately forgotten except for, by our community. You know, so I'm going to think about them. And I'm going to think about how those examples of, of sacrifice and service, um, I can I can implement that in my in my life, man. I've been thinking about that a lot, um, you know, recently, and and so I think that'll be a part of my exercise as I'm uh, sweating it out, getting wet and sandy on the beach, and and then when I go to bed, man, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna use that as a capstone throughout the day because I'll enjoy the time with the family and you know doing the burgers and swimming in the pool and doing all those amazing things. When I go to bed, I, I think love I think it. about the fact that all those that amazing family time wouldn't have been possible without the sacrifice. Would not have been possible without someone stepping into that breach, man. And I'm going to thank those it. those brothers and sisters. Amen to that. Well, Lex, thank you so much, brother. I love you. Thanks for being on, dude. And uh, God bless America. God bless the Marine Corps. Semper Fi. Take care, brother. Hoorah. Talk to you later, Seely. <laughs> awesome. All right, what I want to do now is is just we had some great comments on my Facebook page about why you would serve and really pretty amazing stuff. And, and if you want to check it out, go to my uh, David B. Rutherford on Facebook. You can see some incredible answers on there, really unbelievable. One in particular that just stands out, uh, I, I love this. Um, it's it's for my family, right? I love that one. That's that's an amazing one. Um, and then also this one from my friend Josh for the defense of my country, my brothers, my family, and those that need protection from the evils that attempt to prey upon us every day. Thank you to those who have given their lives and doing the same. It means the world. So the last thing I want to do right now is I want to read uh, the names of my brothers who have given all uh, on this great uh, for this great country. Uh, so here they are. Neil Roberts, Matthew Bourgeois, Thomas Retzer, David Tapper, Brian Olette, Joshua Harris, Jason Freewell, John Markham, Adam Brown, Colin Thomas, Nelson, Matthew Cantor, Kevin Ebert, Nick Check, Matthew Leathers, Michael Murphy, Matthew Axelson, Danny Dietz, Jacques Fontan, Daniel Healy, Eric Christensen, Jeff Lucas, Michael McGreevy, Shane Patton, James Sue, Jeffrey Taylor, Adam Smith, Brendan Looney, Dennis Miranda, Derek Benson, Brian Bill, Christopher Campbell, John Foss, Kevin Houston, Jonas Kelsall, Lou Langless, Matthew Manson, Stephen Mills, J- Jesse Pittman, Thomas Ratzliff, Robert Reeves, Heath Robinson, Nicholas Seifer, Sefar, John Tummelson, Aaron Vaughn, Jason Workman, Patrick Feeks, David Warson, Mark Lee, Mike Monsoor, Joseph Schwedler, Jason Lewis, Mark Carter, Nathan Hardy, Michael Koch, Ernest Greppen, Carter Dean, Mark Wilson, Jason Pruitt, Stephen Voigt, Theodore Moreland, Keith Kimura, Paul Clearwater, Larry Stone, Brad Tucker, Go Bearden, Chad Burkhart, Scott Danielson, Rock Blaze, Rick Blaze, Peter Oswald, Jerry Pope, Mario Mastis, Theodore Fitzhenry, Shafor Gann, Thomas Valentine, Lance Vaccaro, Eric Schellenberger, Ryan Job, Ronald, Ronald Woodle, Brett Shadle, Jonathan Callis. Thanks, brothers.
God bless you. God bless your family. God bless America. Out.